In this week's episode, we give some hard-hitting advice. We discuss how to make the first move in a relationship, what to do if people assume you or your friends are gay, how to get through a quarter-life crisis, and what to do if you are an uninspired YouTuber. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag PsychoBabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to PsychoBabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories I have never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's PsychoBabble. Now, before we get into this week's episode, we got to give some love to our friends over at audible.com. They are making this episode completely free, and we love them for that. If you use audiblepodcast.com slash besties, you get your first audiobook for free. You can get over 180,000 downloadable titles. If you like podcasts, you are definitely going to love audiobooks, so give them some love. Audiblepodcast.com slash besties. Hi, Corey! Do you ever wish your name ended with like a Y or a like IE sound? Um, a lot of names do. You know, I I just was talking about Tylee. No, uh, some people in my family call me Ty. Me, you call me Ty. I do. And I told you the other day I had a realization because I yell at myself a lot when I'm alone, and I say, "Is this like out loud yelling or uh-huh, like uh-huh. in your head?" Like if I'm in bed and I can't get out of bed, I say. Ty, Ty, get up. Do you really? Out loud. Out yes. Loud. Yes. Or oh or when I need to edit a video, I say, okay, Ty, it's time to edit your video. I realize that. and Because I realize that I talk it's to myself. It's not just crazy when I talk. talk myself, you're crazy. It's, <laughs> no, when I talk to myself. You're crazy. When I talk to myself, I call myself Ty. I realize that and I didn't know that. Mm. I never like introduce myself as Ty. I never write Ty. I guess in emails, I sign all emails as Ty. Do you? Yeah. When I, Yeah. I realize that i call you ty and i feel like i call you core in like when i text people and i'm like oh i'm hanging out with ty like i've always like Who, you've never they... well i guess you do say it out loud i you? call you ty yeah i guess you do i'm always like ty so to answer your question do i wish my name ended with a vowel or a, what e sound ty ty yeah no. you know when i talk to myself hmm. At the grocery store or when I'm like shopping. Same, same. And I don't know why I do it, but I'm like, "Mm, gotta get bananas. I'm like, well, I can't be having chip dip. (laughs) That's literally. I'm like, well, I like pretzels. What am I going to dip my pretzels in? If I were a doll at the grocery store and you pulled my string, it would literally be me saying, too many calories in this chip dip. Nobody's going to (laughs) know. Is that what it would be? Yeah. Yeah, I wish you were a or, doll whose or, string I could pull and then cut okay. once it was all the way extended so that you would never speak that's, again. That's pretty rude. I think that's symbolic of, you know, how you feel about me. Wow. Wow. You're my little tie if, guy. Okay, calm down. Um, Corey, you're, you're, today we are doing an uh, advice episode. Oh. The advice episodes always do so well. In previous advice episodes, what have we given advice on? How to suck a dick. See? Powerful stuff. Let's dive deep into what we're going to give advice on today. Corey... Uh, first of all, we have a new system. If people want advice, how do they, how can they get it? They can email us. Mm-hmm. It's all via email. Mm-hmm. And we've got some good, like, long, kind of, like, Dear Abby questions today. And I'm excited. I like these ones. Here's the thing, though. You can still post your generic, like, if you need advice on something, on our Facebook page. That's the best way to submit it. But if you have something personal, right. you can submit it via email. Because some people don't want, like, their anonymity or, like, you know, right. I don't know what And I, I like the email option because some people would just, some people tweet at us and be like, do you like bacon or do you like donuts which is fine Mm -hmm. but i wanted the opportunity if people wanted to ask something a little more private or personal or a little more long-winded and thought out that they were welcomed do you like bacon or donuts bacon but you know what i don't want i don't want that bacon donut i just bought donuts the other day 
Should I tell? Uh, should I? Should I tell I got the a whole people? Variety. Yeah. What? Should I tell the people? What? You don't like bacon anymore. The, I love bacon. The only bacon I like is real, real bacon. bacon. Mm, I knew it. Yeah. So you don't want that bacon socks. You don't want bacon. Okay. Band-aids. I mean, I have bacon socks, and I do like those. Okay. And I do like my bacon band aids so too. You seem to be a liar. But like, I once somebody got me bacon chapstick, and certainly did I. I try get a lot it. of pickle. I didn't love in the it. PO box, and I gotta say, I don't need it. Thank you. <laughs> but I re- like. What do you think I'm gonna? I'm just. Who I, are you I gonna kiss that. with your pickle lips? My pickle Listen, lips. Listen, Tyler has a hard enough my time trying to kiss lips. boys in general. That's pretty rude. Pickle chapstick's not gonna help That's him. It's also pretty rude. Okay, so Corey, girl, I'm just giving you the advice you need to hear. Okay, enough advice for me. What advice for the people? First question. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you. Oh, you are. First question is from Eve. It says, "Hey guys, I love the show, and I want some advice on how to stand up for people you love that many assume are gay." Two people I love in my life have this regular assumption because one of them is really into theater performance and the other is really into fashion. They apparently both sound and act gay and have been teased and severely bullied because of this for years. They may be gay. They may be straight. They may be somewhere in the middle. They may be figuring it out. I don't care. All I care about is their happiness. As far as they told me, they're both straight and I want to know how to protect them and how to stop people from making assumptions based on how they act. Thank you. Sorry. This is long. Love, Eve. Eve, great question. See, I like this. So Eve basically is in a predicament where her friends are, you know, subject to a lot of speculation, which I think growing up, a lot of people have a lot of like a a magnifying glass from their family, from their friends, from pop culture. And there's expectations as to how you should act and how you should identify if you act certain ways. Yeah. Um, That's frustrating. And I've talked to my friends about it who uh, I guess, you know, I was just having a conversation with Joey Graceffa. Um, and before he came out, he was subject to a lot of speculation because of maybe his interests or maybe how he spoke or maybe how he presented himself. And that was really frustrating for him because he was like, this is my journey. Stop, like, pushing me because you think that you have you, – that you're owed something about my truth. What I have come to realize is not everyone is deserving of your truth. And if they are, they deserve it on your schedule, not theirs. Right. I think to answer her question, she's mm-hmm. wanting to know how to protect her friends, and I think she is kind of protecting them in an, a maybe in a, a way that's not obvious to her. But because just by me reading things that she says, they may be gay, they may be straight. I don't care. I just want them to be happy. Yeah. I mean, it, truly, she is protecting them and cares about them. Right. I mean, you're never going to be able to change other people's perceptions. So I, lo- I think as long as you continue to support them with love and support and let them know that, listen, you don't care what they are or how they identify. And maybe someday if they figure out what they are or who they are, they'll share that with you. I mean, you're right. It's I would not- say, yeah, in the meantime, say if you want to, maybe a, a positive thing that you could do is say to them individually and say, like, listen, I know you get a lot of crap from a lot of people. Asking you a lot of things that are personal that they don't have any business knowing unless you want to tell them. And I just want to say, listen, I don't care. I'm here if you want to talk. I'm here if you don't. Either way, I like you. And I like our friendship. I love it. That's like all I think anybody would want to hear. Because if they they got a million people pestering them, I can only imagine what's going on inside their own heads. You know what I mean? Right. Um, And then if you hear people speculating about your friends, I would stand up for them. Say something. Say Hi, that's none of your business. Also, if you want to talk about someone or, a- or know something about someone, ask them. Right. 
Quit being so nosy. Don't be nosy. I watched this uh, documentary recently uh, called Do I Sound Gay? Mm-hmm. And they did this uh, study where they had listeners of like a radio thing or I think, I don't know. They did some test where they had people listen to like a uh, t- hundred different men speak. And then they had them write whether they thought they were gay or straight based on just listening to their voice. Mm-hmm. And they said that like 60% of them were wrong, like based on the judgments. Like, so it was either like a straight man who the listeners thought was gay mm-hmm. or a gay man who the listeners thought was straight, just simply based on voice. So, I mean, a lot of people are going to assume a lot of things. So we were recently on tour and we were discussing this exact topic. Um, and we were talking about what it means to like sound gay, quote mm-hmm. sound gay. Um, but I think, that there are there's so much pressure and I, I don't know what you think but we were I kind of was talking about this but I think there's so much pressure for hypermasculinity among straight males even gay males however you identify just males in general a, a pressure from pop culture and you know society to hypermasculinize yourself um so that to the point where you 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 strip your personality away from how you present yourself and I think like Gay people, the 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 quote unquote sound gay, comes from not having to be a you know subject to that pressure. I don't know. I think having an affect to my voice or having inflection or anything comes from me not feeling like I have to be this somebody else. Somebody else, right? I mean, I think a lot of of voices and just language and stuff. It all reflects personality, right? And if you're in a spot where you're comfortable being you wherever you are in regardless of any situation you're in then i think you'll be a truer version of yourself right and if that comes down to voice and attitude and mannerisms yeah well this got deep girl (laughs) back to not too deep with grace helbig okay so before we give any more advice we got to give some love to our friends over at audible.com they are the leading provider of audiobooks with over 180,000 downloadable titles if you like podcasts you are 100% gonna like audiobooks they are perfect for commutes or train rides or flights or whatever it's a perfect way to consume the most delicious downloadable book if you use audiblepodcast.com slash besties, you get your first book free. I am recommending this month Grace's Guide because what other book to recommend on a advice episode than Grace's Guide? Grace Helbig is one of our dear friends and Grace's Guide is a great book if you need advice for how to be a perfect human from a perfect human herself. Grace Helbig is, you know, the best. And Grace narrates it herself, so that's kind of perfect. I love Grace's voice, and imagine that in your ears. That's almost as good as Psychobabble. So get her book or any other book with audiblepodcast.com slash besties. You get your first book free with that link. Give them some love because they love us just as much as you do. And they are keeping this podcast free. So give them love. We love them. That's all. Audiblepodcast.com slash besties. Okay, so next piece of advice. What does Brianna want to know? Brianna says, hey, guys, my name is Brianna. I'm 17 from the States. And my question is, can a woman make the first move in a heterosexual date or relationship? Uh, I ask because I think he's nervous to kiss me. And I am, too. But I want to further our relationship. P.S. Thank you for the advice. I love your YouTube channel, Tyler. You guys are so inspirational. Oh, Brianna. Good question. Corey, what do you think? I think anybody can make any move that they want as long as they're comfortable. I think you need to go into it with the mindset that if you make the move and he doesn't reciprocate or he isn't ready, it might not be that he's not into you. It might just be that he's not ready. So just be prepared for all outcomes. And just, I think a lot of people in relationships get nervous to talk about things. Like 
I once went on a date with a guy who we were like hanging out and he said, can I kiss you? And I, it was like caught me off guard because I don't think a lot of people do that. I think people just like lean in and like go in for the kiss. And it was actually kind of refreshing. And I think a lot of relationships and a lot of new relationships, people are projecting like their perfect self because you want to try to impress this person or, or, or whatever. But I say, just don't be afraid to make a move. If you want to lean in and kiss him, do that. If you want to say, hi, I want to kiss you, like do that too. I mean, I don't think there's any hard or fast rule. Right. And I think especially because we see so many like movies or TV shows of what a date should be or what it should look like or how it should play out. Um, I, I don't think here's the good news. Both of you are nervous. Both of you are like, oh, my God, what Probably. is the other person Absolutely. thinking? So the, what you can do is take advantage of that and be like, listen, we're both nervous as crap and we both feel weird and awkward and whatever. And just like do whatever you want as long as they it, obviously pick up how they're, you know their you know body language and see, and see if they feel comfortable with it but just know that you are not the only person that's like questioning every nervous. single move you're not the only are, nervous person i can guarantee the other person you're on a date with is freaking out yeah that's the reality so and they're probably thinking in their head oh my god can i make the first move is that weird is do they, do right. they even I, care so yeah just i would say i would say what Corey said is just be like can i kiss you right or just be prepared for every outcome right think it through Put some thought to it. Ask your gal pals or your guy pals yeah. what they think. And, and actually, read body language. Pick up what they're laying down. Oh, I was like, what's body language? Body language? <laughs> I was like, what are you saying about? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I like but that. to answer your question, can a woman make the first move on a heterosexual freaking lutely It's 2015. It's 2015. <laughs> uh, thank you, Brianna. That was a wonderful question. Melissa wants to know, first off, I love you both. My question for you guys is, what do you do when you completely lose motivation for things, even though you want to do so much with your life? I'm only 22, and I'm kind of going through a quarter-life crisis. I left college three years in. I have no job, and I'm back living with my parents. I just don't feel like I can accomplish a lot anymore. How can I get over that feeling of not feeling good enough to be successful in life? Whew. That's heavy. That's heavy. So I guess the question is, how do you push forward mm-hmm. through the feeling that there's nothing in the future for you. I don't know. I think her big question is about like motivation. Mm-hmm. And I think surrounding yourself with people or like looking for those outlets um, of people who will motivate you is always a good starting point. Um, also I, figuring I, out what you are passionate about. Yeah. So the first thing you said Surrounding yourself with people. Yeah. I think we've talked about it before where there's a quote where you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Surround yourself with people that are killing it in their own ways. And it doesn't mean that they necessarily are, you know, successful traditionally or anything. I think killing it means you're following your passion. Um, And I think killing it means you're happy and you're, like, expanding your worldview and you are making your life what what you want it to be and you're, you know – attempting things that you've always dreamed to do. So if you're surrounding yourself with people like that, I think that's going to encourage you. But what do you, when you say finding your passion, what are some ways you can do that? I mean, I was just thinking about it a little deeper as you were talking. Like, I think there's a few different kind of things that you can do. It's, it's explore new things to kind of find your passion. Maybe try some new things. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what city you live in or if those uh, things what your home life or... is available, but it seems like a lot of, 
cities and places these days, people there's always like free things you can do. There's always like free meetups and concerts and books and thing book fairs and things like that that you can go to to kind of get out there and explore some new options for things that you might be passionate about. It's also going to put you in a good place to meet new people if you're trying new things. Because when you, I feel like when you meet new people, a perfect example is you work out with this group. Uh, Every week. Yes. And you get to meet all these new people all the time, and it's yes. a really safe space. And I think when you meet those people, do you not feel like you're kind of brought into new worlds or you're, you know, that's presented ex- with new types of opportunities? That's exactly what I was thinking of when I was saying it. Like, yes, I work out with a free workout group um, that just meets twice a week in L.A., and it's like I knew one person the first time I went, and now I know a lot of people. And it's just I found a common interest of things that I like. It's – it. Especially with working out and getting motivated, that was one working thing. Working out is a really easy um, social thing you can do with people. I think where, so. Where it's like everyone's going there, feeling like crap, trying to just become better people. It's a really easy thing to like relate to on the surface level. Yeah. And over time with those people, if you join like a class or join a thing right. or whatever, you start to get to know them and you start to like, oh, what are you doing after work? Let's all watch the Super Bowl. Or, oh, what are you doing You know, this Saturday? You're going out. Like It's an easy way to get to know people without like a lot of high pressure, like weird awkwardness. I was going to say, I like it because it and this might not just apply to working out. I'm sure you can maybe find some other activities that are similar to this. But when you when I go to work out with the November Project, there's like a task at hand. We're all there to work out for like 40 minutes. So certainly the first time I went, it was like a couple awkward hellos at the beginning and a couple awkward goodbyes at the end because I didn't really know anybody. But for the majority of the 40 minutes, we're just working out and there's a task at hand. And right. you're naturally going to start to talk to other people and, and that sort of thing. So to answer the question of losing motivation, I think first, yeah, meeting those new people, making those connections, that's going to inspire you to kind of figure out where you want to go with right. your life. And to try new things. And to try new things. I think if you if you feel daunted by life, and I think that's worth the question boils down to you're 22 you left college you have no job you're living with your parents you're daunted by the prospect of what you should be doing with your life um making those connections is going to help i think another thing that's going to help is taking it day by day i think if i'm going to make a prediction of where i'm going to be in a year i have no clue five years no clue my entire life i hate a five-year plan (laughs) nobody knows and i think in small towns or in families that have like a traditional upbringing there's this expectation of you should know what you want to do in high school how, how is anybody going to know? So by accepting the reality that you're not going to know what you're going to want with your life this year, let alone five years, let alone your entire life, I think it sets you up to not be so daunted by it and not be so disappointed if you don't necessarily have everything figured out today. Right. Um, take it day by day. Obviously... I think it, it works to uh, figure out long-term plan of maybe what is a goal you have and to work yourself backwards. Okay, so say someday you want to be editor-in-chief of a magazine. Figure out somebody that has that right now. Maybe reach out to them. Ask them how they got to that point And figure out what are the steps between point B and point A. Point A being where you are now. Point B being that dream. What are the steps that you need to do working backwards to get to that point down the line? Right. And – I mean, that makes it a lot less daunting. You might not be able to reach out to the like editor of Vogue, but if there's like a local paper and something like that, I mean, you can start local and reach out to people within your communities. And say you have a dream of maybe being a doctor, shadow that job for a day. I used to do that that all the time with shadowing jobs uh, when I was still figuring out what I wanted to do, and I still had no clue when I graduated from high school, let alone college, what I was going to do. But I think by putting myself out there and seeing 
maybe taking an internship. I, one of my internships, I realized what I didn't want to do. And that was just as valuable as figuring out what I did want right. to do. Um, and when you put falls... yourself out there, you kind of figure it out as you go along. I like it. Yeah. It's all about trying new things, putting yourself out there, taking it day by day. And also, Melissa, you specifically, you're 22 going through a quarter-life crisis. Here's the good news. Literally almost everyone is going through what you're going through because there are so many expectations put on you by society or family or whatever, and you see your friends on Facebook doing all these things. Here's here's the truth. You may feel like everyone around you has their stuff together, but people's Facebook pages, nobody's going to put up on their Facebook, oh my God, I don't know what's going on, or oh my God, I this bad thing happened. Facebook is a highlight reel, and you may feel like everyone's got their stuff together, but everyone's just putting their best foot forward and if you feel like everyone's doing everything perfect and nobody has troubles then people are lying to you okay everyone's going through the same thing feel like you're not alone but i i think when you recognize and accept that you know you are on your own path and that you will get there i think you'll you'll i think be fine I hope we answered your question. I hope we Melissa. answered the question. I, I hope think we, we gave you some valuable. I feel. I feel like we advice. ramble a little bit with these, but I think we kind of get through it. And we're thinking hopefully. it through too yeah. as we're as we're going about this. Right. Um. All right. Moving on to Haley Tyler. This is a good one for you. Nope, she nope. says, "Hi, my name is Haley." I've been obsessed with YouTube for about three years now. I really love making videos, but honestly, I don't know what to make them about. I've done daily vlogging and stuff, but in all reality, I don't do that much cool stuff on a daily basis. I really hope you guys can help me. Love you lots, Haley. Um, so I guess the question is, when you don't feel like you have content to make, but you want to make content. Right. That's hard. I thought about daily vlogging, and I'm like, my days are boring. My days, and not just boring, <laughs> but like repetitive. It's yeah. like, who cares? I'm like, do y'all want to see me eat at Chipotle for the eighth time this week? I would love to watch that. <laughs> um, Haley, if you feel like you want to make content, but you don't have no, no content to make, here is what I usually do. Um... I look to the people around me to inspire me. So maybe that's other creators. I see what they're doing and I'm like, ooh, I want to do that, but like put my own spin on it. Or I can collaborate with people and you don't have to, you know, collaborate with other YouTubers. I love making videos with my friends or my family. That's a great idea. Um, maybe look to what's going on in pop culture. When we don't have something to talk about in the podcast, my favorite thing is to talk about what's going on in the world right now. So maybe you can make content based on what's actually happening topical. Um, I was going to say, not to cut you off, but I think this kind of goes back to the um, the last question a little bit and far, as far as like trying new things and putting yourself out there. I mean, especially if you want to be a daily vlogger or if that's something you've considered doing, there are so many free things that go on in cities and communities all around, I think, pretty much wherever you are. Mm -hmm. um, doesn't matter the state or that sort of thing. I mean, there's always that free stuff going on that you can just Google or read in your local newspaper or read online and just try new things. I mean, A, if you go and it's boring, I mean, maybe there'll be good people watching um, or maybe you'll meet a new best friend or maybe you'll be inspired to pick up a new hobby or habit that you can then turn into a video. I mean, I think a lot of people sometimes spend a lot of time online, Tyler Oakley. Hmm? Don't drag me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I mean, there's a lot. I mean, maybe I, I take for granted because we live in LA and there's a, definitely a lot going on here. But I remember like I still have family in Michigan and they my mom tells me about all the free wine tasting things she goes to and stuff like that. So it's like 
try new things. Don't be afraid to. I mean, if you feel like you're weird, get weird. If you feel like you're doing the same thing every day, you probably are. We are creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. A lot of us do the same thing every day. Try something new. Yeah. Explore. Get lost in your own hometown. You did a video about that in Ann Arbor. Yeah, yeah. I made a video that was like about um, in in Ann Arbor, Michigan, they have these ferry doors all over town. The video is called Tyler Oakley Takes Michigan. Go look it up. I really like that video because I I feel like when I, it was me trying something different and it was me like exploring my own hometown. Um, But yeah, I, I would love to do more stuff like that. But um, maybe what you can do in something that I've done is kind of make up these different types of playlists of content that you can make. So I have collaborations and I have PO box videos and I have advice and I have dares and I have updates and I have this and that. So these, these different types of playlists that I can, okay, if I ever feel uninspired, let me look at these lists of playlists and think, what's something I haven't done recently? And I can find something and try to make my own new version of whatever whatever that falls into that playlist and add to it. So that way I feel like I have a variation of things that I can create, but I can still kind of stay true to what I like to do. Um, and then, you know, if maybe I'm bored of all of those, try, try to think of what's a new playlist that you could create on your YouTube channel that you can start adding to. Um, that is a good way for me to think of keeping, you know, what I make on my YouTube channel varied, but also staying true to who I am and what I like to do. All right, Haley, we hope that answers your question. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, Tyler, I have a really hard-hitting question Ooh, from Melissa. Ask me anything. Says, Tyler, how would you react in this scenario? Oh, God. You're front row at a Gaga concert. Oh, my God. And someone shoots her. What? No! And her blood Gets all over your shirt. Oh, my God. I would never wash my shirt. She's dead. Okay. But you have a shirt with Gaga's blood on it. Okay, yeah. I know it's gruesome, but I always ask people this question. What? And I want to know what, what their take is on it. Is this advice? She also put in parentheses, Corey, same goes for you with Katy Perry or Sarah Brellis. Uh, Okay, the advice that I would give if I don't you were know if in this, this situation. I was going to say. So what would I do if I was in that situation? I mean. This is just a question. I'm. If I'm going to get real real. You're screaming front row. Screaming at the front row. Um, Oh, my God. I would be so bummed. Firstly, I would be a little annoyed. Well, it depends on how far into the concert we are. Um, Yeah, let's say it's like like three-fourths of the way done. Okay. Well. She's already played hair. Okay, well, then, thank God. She hasn't done applause Um, yet. Oh, well, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) We get enough of that. Um, Obviously, I would be bummed and sad and whatever. But if I were going to get real. And I had that shirt soaked in that blood. I would go home. Mm-hmm. I would probably order an Uber. I would get home. Yeah. I would take off that shirt, preserve it in some type like of way. Like one of those vacuum seal bags yes, that you see yes, the info yes, commercial. Yes. And it like sucks out I would that not good, get good the stain air. Out. I would not get the stain out. No. I would keep that stain. Would you get but the stain? But Lord slain? knows I would probably have... I would probably have been wearing a black on black on black, so I don't know how oh, well true. you're going to see them. You're not going to be front row at Mother Monster in a white tee. Oh, God, no. That would not be slimmer. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, yeah, I would preserve it, and then I would definitely make sure it's in the some type of Hall of Fame. Would situation. you change your Twitter bio to Lady Gaga bled on me? I would be really bummed. Does she got to die, or is she just getting shot? I mean, Alyssa says she's dead. Oh, that's so sad. She's dead now. She's a corpse. But you got a Gaga shirt with blood on it. Yeah. I I think I would that would be the family heirloom from then on. Oh, yeah. I would, but I would prefer not to have that family heirloom. And I would prefer heirloom. to just have a family heirloom tomato. 
Yeah, that would be a scare loom. That would be a scare loom. I mean, if this happened to Katie or Sarah, I would uh, probably put it in a time capsule. Yeah. Bury sure. it in my backyard because I've always wanted to do that sort of oh thing. You know I have a time capsule. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> cool. Corey, that's enough advice for today. My advice for the people at home is to subscribe. How can people do that? They just click subscribe. One click, bam, done. I also advise that they follow me on Twitter. Okay. And on all of my social media sites, Great. at Corey Cool. Great. What about you, boss? <laughs> My advice for you guys is to follow us on Twitter uh, and to send in more questions if you want advice. Yeah. I love these questions that are kind of specific because I feel like j- even though they're really specific, I think a lot of people go through the same stuff. Yeah. Can the hashtag be thanks for the advice, boss? Perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, submit your questions on Facebook, facebook.com slash psychobabblepodcast, or to the email address, what is it, Core? Psychobabblequestions mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Bam. Um, and, yeah, thanks for submitting your questions, all of the people. And we love you guys. Be sure to give us a review on iTunes and let your friends know to subscribe. We will see you guys next time. Later, cuties. Bye, musicals. Bye.